Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You are listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Colleen Stevens. Colleen's goal is to paint places that are desirable to people who feel stressed, places they feel they could escape to and forget their troubles, even for just a moment. Colleen strives to convey a beautiful, peaceful scene to absorb an observer's troubles and give them a moment of joy. She's always loved the term, find a happy place, especially when dealing with stress in life and the idea of mentally retreating to a beautiful, peaceful scene. She wants people to say, that's what my happy place looks like. Well, good morning, Colleen, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's exciting. Well, it's exciting to have you on the show today, and let's start off by having you tell the audience just a little bit more about yourself, Colleen. Well, I'm, I live in far northern California in the mountains of Humboldt County. Um, we live about an hour from the Redwood Forest, so that's nice. Um, I grew up in Montana. Um, I'm 33 years old. I uh, live it here in northern California with my husband and my two children. Well, that is very beautiful country. Uh, I'm sure you do get a lot of inspiration for your art from that part of the country. Absolutely, yes. It's gorgeous up here. Uh, when did you first become interested in uh, creating art? Um, when I was very young, my first interest in art was um, actually through music. My dad, I come from musicians on my dad's side of the family, and um, so from a very early age I would, you know, plink out songs on my little electric keyboard or, or you know, on my dad had a, an auto harp. That's an instrument you don't hear about very often anymore. Um so, I mean, music is still something that I do, but I've definitely shifted from that later in, in life toward um, visual art. Um, and uh, I, I started painting because I bought my husband. He's pretty creative. He does comic book sketches, things like that. And um, so I bought him mm-hmm. a painting kit for his birthday, and um, and uh, he gave it a try, and just painting really wasn't his thing. So I asked him if I could give it a try, and um, <laughs> I haven't stopped since. I love it. I hope I never have to stop. So was that the first time you had an, an interest in creating art? Um, well, I mean, as a child, I would watch, you know, like the, the painting instruction shows on PBS. Of course, everybody knows Bob mm-hmm. Ross. Um, and uh, there was a guy, I forget his name, but he did phenomenal watercolors and things like that. So I would watch artists do paintings on TV and just go, man, I wish I could do that. So I've kind of always had this inner desire to create landscapes in particular. I just love landscapes. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I, I, since I was a child, I wanted, I had that desire, but um, I was just like, oh, I couldn't possibly, there's no way I could do it, I can't draw, blah, blah, blah. So I just kind mm-hmm. of... Um, <laughs> Didn't didn't really give it a try until later in life, and I've only been painting now for about four years. Oh wow! Well, your art is very very good. 
Uh, well, certainly you. looks like you've been doing it much longer. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it's. I definitely credit God for the talent that I have because it just kind of came out of nowhere. So. Well, and in the four years, have you also have you taken any uh, any classes or done any studying uh, uh, about art? Not on an official basis. I just sort of. I mean, my husband bought me a bunch of um, Bob Ross DVDs. My mom has DVDs from an acrylic painter, um, Jerry Yarnell. Um, and while Bob Ross paints with oils, um, I, I love his color, his use of color. So that I think his his landscapes, at, at the risk of losing some credibility in the art world, his landscapes greatly influenced my desire to, to do the painting. Um, and then Jerry Arnell, his methods, he does use acrylics, but his methods are so different than mine. I just enjoy watching him. I didn't really learn a whole lot. I've never taken um, art classes on an official or a, you know, level or anything like that. I just, I'm right. basically just trial and error self-taught. <laughs> self-taught. There you go. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I mean, nothing to, uh, you know, it just it just shows that you do have the talent, and, and now you're uh, putting that talent to use. That's what that shows. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> so, of course, uh, you have all of that beautiful terrain around you for inspiration. <laughs> Uh, do you take uh, when you're? Do you take pictures and then you use those to start creating your art piece? Tell the audience how you go about doing one of your paintings. Sometimes I do. Um, I don't. I'm not one of those people. I've never been one of those people that carries a camera around everywhere we go. Um, I uh, we don't even have touchscreen smartphones, or we're kind of living under a rock here in the country. <laughs> we have. My husband has an old-fashioned flip cell phone, and I have one of those little sliders with the actual buttons for text messaging. But um, <laughs> so we we photograph people really. <laughs> so um, yeah. sometimes if I'm you know like I love fall colors, and and it's harder for me to capture fall colors accurately. So sometimes if I'm really motivated to do something specific, I'll go out looking for um, references you know, around our local area, or there's also a reference site, a reference group on Facebook that I love. Photographers donate royalty-free uh, and copyright-free their photographs for artists to use as references. Um, and so sometimes if I'm looking for something specific, I'll go onto that site. It's a great resource called Photos for Artists on Facebook. Um, but most often I just sit down with a blank canvas and have an idea in my head, I have my music going in my ears. Nine times out of ten, the idea in my head is not what actually comes out on the canvas, but, you know, it's, it's <laughs> at least a starting point for me. So mostly just mental right. pictures, I guess. <laughs> and what's your medium of choice for your for your art? I use um, acrylics, um, exclusively acrylics, on um, the canvas board. Um, the stretched mm-hmm. canvas is a lot more expensive and more difficult to frame. The canvas board is only about an eighth of an inch thick, so um, it's really right. easy to find frames. You just get a larger size with a mat, and generally it'll just slip right in mm-hmm. there. And it's so yeah, mm-hmm. I used the canvas boards. 
Well, I'm sure with two children you and a husband, you have a busy life. But uh, how much time, on average, would you say you spend on your art uh, in the course of a week? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I homeschool our children, and my husband is pastor of a church, so we basically do everything from home. Um, so I uh, homeschooling is is pretty much a full time job, and then. Um, you know, we kind of trade off so my husband can do his studies and things in preparation for Sundays and his other services that he has throughout mm-hmm. the week Well, service, just one. But uh, um, so I would say maybe on average per week I spend um, two to maybe five hours um, total throughout the week. If I If I sit down to paint, generally I can finish a painting in two to – three hours, sometimes pushing even five, and the ones that take longer I generally just kind of break up into different sessions so that I'm not abandoning my family for the sake of painting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's amazing when I'm looking at your art and, um, you know, just... um, you do have a just a great talent there, Colleen, and, uh, you know, it's a good thing you're, you're putting it to use. So let's let's talk about, uh, you'd mentioned uh, certainly some artists. Is there any other artist whose work you admire or that you think your art is similar to? Um, I definitely admire the older, like the 15th to 17th century painters who painted photorealistic. For me, regarding paintings, the more photorealistic, the better. I definitely have not reached that level, but for me, viewing art, Mm -hmm. um, I love paintings that are photorealistic because it shows a level of skill and um, visual ability that just not many people possess. Um, So artists like uh, Jan Vermeer, the Dutch painter, um, he painted The Girl with Mm -hmm. the Pearl Earring. That's, I think, probably his most, Mm -hmm. uh, most famous painting, but I love his use of light and photorealism, um, and, uh, you know, just, I love the works of Da Vinci and just the old, old classic um, paintings. Well, I'm going to, I kind of tend to uh, to art kind of with, on your side there, my wife is an abstract artist. But when we go to the gallery, she goes over to the abstract side, and I go to the portrait side. And I've always <laughs> just been amazed that, you know, I draw stick people. And so to see someone that can recreate an, an, almost an exact likeness of a person just is truly amazing to me. Exactly, yeah, that's definitely, there's something about it that just, it grabs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and uh, so fairly new in the art, and uh, so how do you go about marketing your art? I um, I basically the, the the main thing that I've done is I just I started a website. I paid for the I paid for um, a .com. On my website is Happy Place Landscapes, all one word .com. Um, <laughs> so I have links to my Facebook page on that, and I also have links to my. Etsy store, and basically any real marketing I've done has been independent and then through things like what Contemporary Art Gallery Online is doing for me right now, just kind of 
entering contests, and, and yours is the first one I've ever placed in. So that was a huge honor, especially coming in second to the quality of work that first got. I was just blown away that uh, that my art would be even remotely close to. <laughs> it was kind of one of those very pleasant surprises. But um, mostly just independent stuff, just doing what I can think to do. I also um, hired an arts management agent. Um, she's based in Australia. She... Um, her agency is Two Birds, One Stone, and she, she can be found on Facebook as well. Um, and her name's Lauren, Heritage Brand. And she has this little network of people who, as she's been in the art business for, I think she said close to 30 years or more. Um, and uh, wow. so she really knows her stuff. So it's it's been a great resource to have her available for, hey, can I bounce this idea off of you or you know, things like that, networking with the other artists that are involved in Two Birds, One Stone. They're, it's a great group of people. They are always willing to help out and answer questions regarding how they got where they are, um, just advice and, hey, check out this blog or that article or, you know, things like that. So, Well, I was just curious because I'm sure living out in the country, that's, that is probably a, a big challenge. Uh, don't have the... Um, businesses or resources, you know, like in, in a small, even a small town where you might have a, a little gallery that might put up your work or a restaurant, those types of things. So just interested right. in seeing how you do get your art out. And your art yeah. is very good and you are talented. And Thank I think in looking at the page, it's just that, uh, and I'll certainly will certainly encourage visitors to come and see, look at your art. But you know, it's not just landscapes. You do other things that, in, you know, that goes from fanciful to very realistic. So oh, well, you, you do you. cover I, a yeah, wide but, spectrum. Thank you. Yeah, I, I do. Sometimes I'll do an animal, um, or uh, I've done a few birds here and there. Um, mm-hmm. But. Landscapes are my real passion, but uh, I'll do I'll do something else <laughs> once in a while. Mix it up a little. <laughs> well, Colleen, we're about halfway through the show, so let's take a commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about two or three of the images you have here on the gallery. That sounds good. And I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Colleen Stevens' artwork by coming to Contemporary Art Gallery online click on the search tab and look under featured artists and then follow that to Colleen Stevens' name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the artist member corner and follow the prompts under the member application process tab. And if you're a designer or an architect or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, and by the individual artists. And again, to view Colleen Stevens' beautiful arts, click on the search gallery, then click on the featured artist, and then follow that to Colleen Stevens' name. Well, Colleen, one of the pieces that you entered uh, and a favorite of mine is called Serene Chill. Tell the audience Mm. about that piece. That piece was kind of um, a study in learning to paint light and shadow in kind of a balanced way. Um, I love winter light 
especially early in the morning or late in the evening. Um, and when I did that painting, I was trying to kind of learn light reflection and water and shadow balance, that kind of that kind of thing. Um, it was sort of um, at the same time as that, I, I painted it during one of those times when I felt really peaceful and content in life. There wasn't a lot of stress going on, and I just thought, you know, something simple, something peaceful um, that can kind of convey what I'm feeling. Um, there's not a lot of great detail in that painting, and I just sort of wanted the light and the shadows to speak for themselves. Well, I do like uh, almost the uh, either a sunrise or a sunset and then the quarter moon up above and then the clouds in between. I thought that was just a very uh, unique uh, expression in the art. Thank you. Thank you. Well, and another piece that you have on the gallery is called Night Vision. Let's tell the audience about that one. With that one, I kind of wanted to reflect, like, I guess you could say a dreamlike environment where you can, uh, where you almost feel like you could just take flight and float away, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, the, yep. the background, there's no no clear defining line uh, aside from just light. Um, there's no clear defining line between the horizon and the sky. So it's kind of one of those things that just kind of wants, I, I wanted the viewer to be drawn toward the, toward the light um, and more away from the darkness that's in front to kind of reflect um, a lot of time I use my painting as sort of a, an emotional catharsis for what I'm feeling at the time. And if I remember correctly, when I painted that one, I was kind of overwhelmed by a lot of the darkness that's in the world, you know, bad things happening everywhere. You turn on the mm. news, there's nothing but bad. So all this darkness is right in the front. But if if we focus hard enough through all that, there's always something brighter that we have to look forward to or that we have to focus on should we choose to see it. And so that that painting was kind of one of those things where it may be dark and, and sinister-ish, you know, in the foreground, but look beyond <laughs> it. Look for look for the positive. I mean, I do not think it's, you know, that dark. I do think that, you know, I really like the way you did the light in that painting and the use of, of the light in that painting. Almost looks like two moons to me, but that's my impression. But and then uh, well, my, uh, a raven or a crow on on that uh, on the tree branch there. But that's a beautiful painting. Right, and thank you. And and the the crow and the I use just black for the foreground. So when when I say mm-hmm. darkness, that's kind of what I mean. Is you know okay. a crow on a on a dead tree generally symbolizes. Um, you know, doom or darkness. Well, and another piece you have on the gallery is titled Choices. Uh, tell the audience about that piece. Well, I um, I believe that, you know, my husband is pastor of a church, so um, my faith plays a, a pretty big role in my reasons for painting, my inspirations for painting, uh, not just um, the beauty in nature, but my my giving credit to God for creating that nature. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. that painting, I, I really wanted to communicate the choice that people have um, in life. You can choose to be a part of the good in this world or you can choose to be a part of the, the darkness in this world. And while 
darkness sometimes has its appeal, it it it's still cold and it's still, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, mm-hmm. so I yep yep I as people we all have that choice and if if you look toward the bottom I think maybe starting in just maybe just off center left in the foreground mm-hmm. of of that excuse me you'll see the shadow of like a road or a path and it curves toward the sunlight side um my goal toward that was expressing my own choice to try to be part of the light in this world instead of um being part of the darkness. Well, that is a that is a good thing uh, to express, and I know we all face those cho- choices, uh, especially at different times in our lives. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. sometimes our lives are full of too many choices, but you know it is yeah. always the challenge. And it and a lot of times it's you know it's real easy sometimes to uh, you know get dark, you know, in your own uh, self and soul, and and letting you know the things that go on and around you take control of you instead of you you know force pushing that away and and staying focused. Right, right, exactly. One of my favorite um, quotes regarding art is from George Bernard Shaw, and it's on the wall, painted huge on the wall of the Dublin Art Museum, and it says. You use art, no, excuse me, you use a mirror to see your face. You use works of art to see your soul. And I think that's very true. I mean, somebody who's experiencing pain or sorrow or darkness in their life, their art, if they use art as an expression of that, it's going to be expressive of that darkness and that sorrow. Whereas someone who is trying to remain positive and someone who, who is motivated to focus on the light and the joy in life their art will reflect that as well. So I, I think art is very much a reflection of what's on the inside. Well, and I know most of your art, you're, you're certainly trying to, you know, present a message. Uh, would you say that uh, the majority of your art has some type of message uh, to it? Uh, you know, some pieces are painted just for the sake of, of painting a scene that I felt like sitting in that day. Um some of it is painted with emotion behind it, and I try to um, evoke that emotion in the viewer or the observer. But for the most part, I, I paint simply for the the peace and joy that comes with creating something that, that is hopefully beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have a, an area where you do your painting uh, where you can kind of be by yourself while you're painting or do you just have a room there in your home uh, where you do your painting? Um, I do definitely kind of seclude myself. It is, it is a corner in our house, in our guest room, where there's not a lot of family traffic. So it's just one of the, it's a spare mm-hmm. room in our, in our house. And so I've kind of set up my own little mini art area. I've got a couple tables and, and my little easel and things like that. And um, I definitely seclude myself and, and I drown out the world with music because for me, <laughs> music sparks my creativity um, and I can I can just drown out the world and just focus on the song that I'm listening to because the right song at the right moment with the right emotion can really spark an image. 
Well, and and you're right, and that's a universal. I would say uh, the artists that I know and artists that I've interviewed, 75% of them use music. You know, they, mm-hmm. they put on headphones or they have their stereo and they have it, and it does. I think that just brings, gets your emotions, maybe gets your creative juices flowing, but it gives, you know, it gives life and energy, I think, to, to the paintings. Absolutely, it does, yes. Well, Colleen, we are getting close to the end of the show, and there's a question I always like to ask uh, our guest artists, and I know even though you're new, um, you still have life experiences, so what would be advice that you would give to someone uh, that's just getting into the art field? Well, like like you said, I'm I'm still pretty new to it, So I, um, but the main <laughs> thing, I guess, that I've struggled with, and and I know um, just in networking with other artists, it's very common to struggle with discouragement. Um, You know, in the first couple of years of my painting, I was laughed out of a gallery. You know, basically, I went in to inquire, and I wasn't professional enough, and she kind of just laughed at me and said, come back when you know more, kind of thing. Um, And then... Another another art professional told me that my work, and this was just within the last year, told me that my work um, to her looked like a school student's work, that she wanted to see me push past what I learned in school kind of deal and, and really find my mm-hmm. own unique, which kind of hurt because to me, my, mm-hmm. my work, I, <laughs> I like to think my work is unique, you know what I mean? And I like to think mm-hmm. that right. if you look at my work, you can tell it's my work. Um, so I um, just don't get discouraged. You know, if if you see value in your work, someone else will too. And the value and and quality of art really is all in the eye of the bizer- the observer, the person mm-hmm. looking at it. That is great advice, and that is so true. And you know, I tell people, artists, you know, that is. Uh, it's easy for someone to put your art down, <laughs> you know, or or say you have no talent. Uh, and a lot of times those people don't have any talent either. So, <laughs> you know, right. Well, and, and I, I, yeah, and, and in fighting beyond that discouragement, I discovered that people do love my art. I'm selling worldwide. Yeah. I've got paintings on four continents, and I'm uh, all over the U.S. I've got them in Europe, Germany, England, Ireland. Australia, Japan. So, I mean, people do like my art, and there are people willing to buy it, mm-hmm. even if a gallery owner and an and you know an art pro online had bad things to say. Mm-hmm. There, there are still people who are willing to to buy it. I even have a couple of collectors in England. So, that's <laughs> it's been a heck of a journey, and I'm honored. Um, <laughs> and you know, just battle that discouragement because if you can push past it, it's worth it. Well, and that's it. And that's just what I tell people. You just gotta, you know, it's it's always good to get, you know, feedback. And but sometimes the feedback may not be what you want to hear. Right. But you just have to judge that on your own. And you can't say, well, I'm not any good, and give up, because that's right. the worst thing you can do. You just gotta, as you said, you just push on and and know that, you know, several things are always in play. And you 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 know alluded to that, but. You're not going to please everybody. Well, Colleen, I 
you for being on An Artist Speaks with us today. Thank you for having me. Well, I've enjoyed our chat, and we look forward to seeing more of your art on the gallery. Thank you so much. And I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Colleen Stevens' stunning art, to listen to this interview, and of course, purchase some of Colleen's art, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online. I want to let all the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. While you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions as well. And if you're an architect, an interior designer, or a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. An Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we'll meet again in two weeks. The next Saturday, at the same time, be sure to listen to our show, The Business of Art, hosted by artist and published author Sharon Hawkshop, as she shares tips and ideas on how artists can grow their business. Again, thank you for listening to us today, and have a great rest of your weekend. Mm-hmm.